Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1629 and today we're going to talk about probably one of the best dialogue exchanges in a while and it was something that, you know, when I read it, uh, it's just the way it was presented it's done where you don't know who's talking and it was done so well that I thought, who is this? Who is this? I couldn't even figure it out. And when the reveal happened, it was such a surprise and such a pleasant one that you know, it just it was really so good that I had to go back and go through it a second time. And so we're going to talk about that as the major part of this episode, but we're also going to be talking about how it was that Poe Dameron ended up being the only person to face off against the First Order at the beginning of The Last Jedi, and also the more direct details for why Snap Wexley and company were not involved at that confrontation with the First Order as they were trying to escape from Dakar. So we'll get to that too. But I want to share with you some of the details of this exchange. And so as we've talked about earlier this week, the final story arc for the Podameron comic book series called The Awakening has featured the characters catching up with each other and talking about the things that have happened that, you know, that not all the participants were involved in. So we had, you know, Finn and Ray telling Poe what happened, you know, Donna Takadana and Poe talking about what happened with Starkiller Base and all that stuff. So now we have a new conversation happening and the way this is coded one person who is talking has a little sort of orangish boxes and the other person has sort of bluish boxes, I guess. And so yeah, that's how you know the two different people are talking. And so here is just a couple of snippets of the dialogue. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Basically, it's really the blue ones I kind of want to highlight. So the storytelling begins talking about going to Starkiller Base and the character tagged in orange here says, but the job is the job, you know, just they've got to go do it. And the character tagged in blue says, it is, I'm sorry I couldn't be there with you, to which the character tagged in orange says, that's all right, you put in your time. No one would ever judge you. None of us would be here without you. The missions you flew, yeah, you're a legend. So already whoever the character is that's being tagged with the blue posts is respected and admired by the character who is tagged in the orange posts. And so you start wondering who the heck is actually having this conversation. They later go on to talk about how Starkiller Base had to be infiltrated by Han Solo and the blue tagged character says, let me guess, was Han Solo involved in all of this? And the orange tagged character explains what's going on and says the guy was a maniac. And the character tagged in blue says, true, but one of the best maniacs, which is really awesome, especially when you find out who the character is. Uh, later on, when this, you know, the battle and how bad it's going gets talked about, the character tagged in blue says, you know, listen to me, that's part of it, losses, death, but there's another part too, a choice, despair, or hope. And then goes on to say, don't choose despair. Leia Organa is running the show. As long as she's here, there's hope. And that in itself is just another one of those beautiful, like, you know, skin tingling, hair raising phrases. And, you know, it's just uh, so wonderful to hear, especially, unfortunately, in light of the fact that we've lost Carrie Fisher. Like, it's really difficult not to see, you know, these sorts of things through that lens. And, 
you know, and, and think about how, you know, it's hard to imagine it being all right. But it kind of opens up another question as well. If there are all these characters who are saying, you know, if Leia's running the show, everything's going to be okay. When they get to episode nine, they're going to have to deal with the fact that she's not going to be there. I mean, I know they're going to work her in somehow with the footage from The Force Awakens that they've talked about. But, you know, I don't know if they have enough to work her in for the whole darn movie. That would be a real shocking surprise. And, yeah, I, I think they're going to have to somehow address the loss. But... Be that as it may, it goes on, and in more conversation about things, the character Tagnum Blue says the maniac, as in Han Solo, came through. He usually did. The more impossible, the better, it seemed, especially if he had Chewbacca along. And then later on, when they're talking about Ray, the character Tagnum Blue says, Ray's really something, by the way. I've seen some things in my time, and she's... Yeah, something's going to happen there. So now we know whoever this character in blue is. It is somebody who's acquainted with Ray to some degree, which is amazing. And then I think probably you know, kind of the wildest one of all is when the character tagged with orange finishes the story. The character tagged in blue says, Thank you for telling me all this. I know it can be hard to talk about, but war stories are important. These things can't just pass into the night. I sometimes think it's my destiny to see things, to be present, to witness the galaxy moving, evolving. It happens to me over and over again, but even so, I can't see everything, and so I like hearing the stories, recording them. And now, you know, this is the absolute height of what is going on here. And then the character starts to say stories are, and then is interrupted at the point at which, and this is your spoiler alert, if you haven't read this and you don't want it spoiled for you, then, you know, save the rest of this for a later date. But it jumps to where we are in real time in the Millennium Falcon after the Battle of Crate. And you see that it's R2-D2 and BB-8 having this conversation. R2-D2 being the character tagged with the blue boxes in the comic. And 3PO is ticked off because he's been doing other things. He says, will you two stop blathering? Or at least do it on a closed circuit so we don't all have to hear you. <laughs> it's just... I, I had been mulling this over for a while trying to figure out who it was that was talking and the fact that it was bb8 and r2d2 was just fantastic it was you know it just goes to show that you know just even us humans you know experiencing the star wars story we're not paying attention to the droids in the same way or at least that said that for me i don't know maybe you arrived at the conclusion because i was flagging the orange boxes and the blue boxes and maybe you figured it out before i did but Anyway, I thought that was a, a particularly fun exchange. So meanwhile, while that conversation's going on, Finn and Poe are catching up, and Finn's hearing what happened from the time where he was knocked out on Starkiller Base to when he woke up in a transport in hyperspace heading away from Dakar. And so Poe explains how, you know, everybody was supposed to evacuate, and everybody's arguing about it, and Poe says, you know, there's no time to get everybody out of here, but I have a plan. I'll go up in a ship by myself, and distract them while everybody else gets away. And there's just dead silence. Like, are you crazy? That's not going to work. And his whole rationale is you know, they have tremendous planet-sized egos in the First Order. And everybody's going to be vying to be the one that shoots him down. And you know, he's going to be too small a target for their cannons. And if he flies close enough to the Star Destroyers, then they might actually damage each other. 
and Leia approves it as is and says, you know, like, let's get everything we can out of here and you know, roll from there. Now, Black Squadron wants to go with, but Leia says no. She is the one who gives the direct order no and sends Snap Wexley, who is now the leader of Black Squadron, along with his wife, Kare, and Jess Pava, who is the one who installed the experimental booster on Poe's X-Wing, and also Sir Linda Javos, who is a character introduced in the comics, who is a reporter who had been ex-Navy and is now working public relations stuff for the Resistance, so she now becomes part of Black Squadron, and the four of those characters are sent off as part of the mission to drum up assistance for the Resistance, assuming that there could be a worst-case scenario where nobody survives from the base on Crate, and so if they can do their job, then the Resistance will live. So that's the backup plan, is sending Snap Wexley and the gang off to drum up support. And that's pretty much that part of the story, except for one last crucial thing happening with Ray. And I'll tell you about that in just a second, but first I want to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode, and I hope you're subscribing to it. If you're not already, please do, and I hope you'll consider supporting this Daily Dose of Star Wars Joy by joining the community at patreon.com slash SW7X7. And the last thing that Ray is doing, Ray took all of those books, the ancient Jedi texts from Octo, right? So... Turns out that they're all written in ancient languages. How is she going to read them? Well, isn't it lucky that there happens to be a protocol droid versed in 7 million languages on board? Yes, indeed. She's working with C-3PO to translate the ancient Jedi texts so she can start learning from them. And one of the things that 3PO says in translation, he says that he wouldn't necessarily trust it for diplomatic purposes, but he says... It says, the force is the light, the force is the dark, the Jedi choose the light for all it reveals. And Ray kind of mulls that one over and says, yeah, I think this is a good place to start. So that, I think, is a really awesome thing that we have 3PO on hand to translate the Jedi text for Ray, And now we know how this knowledge is going to start getting passed down to future generations of Jedi, of light side force users, of whatever that's going to look like. And that, my friends, is going to do it for today's episode of the show here with one last small exception, which is for me to say, may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.